hidden game of the year candidate. Bell in Wonderworld. It's a game of the century, really. Dollar's just narrow-minded. Has anyone played? Has anyone here played Balan Wonderworld? I have seen a playthrough. Really, like a whole thing? Uh, I I watched somebody play the game. Amazing, but, and they finished it, or were, were they uh, happy with themselves? I don't know <laughs> if they finished it or care, and I could tell that they were not happy with themselves. Oh, uh, so I should probably play it. Yeah, you should. Right it's, up your alley for like self-loathing and playing mediocre video uh, games. Since I seem to be the most um, masochistic, willing. Yeah, that also that. I it's mean, basically ARPG too. You can play as this like anime boy. Okay, you're already, no, you're already wrong. Don't try to sell it to me. It's just a mediocre platform. My, my entire uh, knowledge and experience of Balin Wonderworld comes down to a Thor High Heels review called LOL, is Balin Wonderland good though? Uh, so, you know, certainly seems like a thing. What's very weird is ba Balin Balon, Baloney. He's, he's not like in the game that much. <laughs> He's only in it every now and no, then. No, like you don't weird. play as him. He doesn't seem to be a main character. He just appears <laughs> every he, now and then. He comes in as though a trickster spirit and fucks everything up and leaves it to you to fix. He's like Santa. Uh, apparently this game, though, uh, isn't very good, uh, if you are to believe the reviews. And all it was missing, all it was missing was a couple more minutes in the oven, according to Yuji Naka, who, the creator of the game, director, uh, I think, like, got fired or left <laughs> through production and claims that the game is bad because they rushed it out. That's my understanding of the story. Is that is that correct? That sounds <laughs> believable. I, if I recall correctly, which, uh, probably not, but I think he walked out midway through because they couldn't, they would not give him the concessions that he wanted. And so he was like, okay, fuck this. And so they just brought in like a temp director to, 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 to finish it and then launch it. And now he's blaming everything on everyone else. No, he I got think removed it's, uh, as director. Uh, oh, removed. Okay. Six months yeah. before launch. Nice, 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 nice. I think uh, you part know, of it was out, over quit, fire. These are just words. <laughs> part of it was over like Square Enix choosing to use like a cover version of one of the songs in the game instead of the actual song in one of the trailers, Which, and just who like, gives a shit. I mean, a yeah, who gives Not a obviously. shit? But also like Square Enix, what are you doing? We'll get to what you're doing later, but what are you doing? I don't think Square Enix knows what they're doing. I, I honestly yeah. think Square Enix is just like running all their decision making through uh, a powerful AI at this point because it's very disjointed and it feels that doesn't chaotic, make any yeah. sense. Um, yeah, I will you finish Balan Wonderland, Tim, when you inevitably play it? Will you write the wiki articles that are missing for Balan Wonderland World? Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I got I got stuff coming up. I don't know. It won't. I won't. I'm not allowed to buy it on Steam. It, there's no purchase button. Wait, Wait really? <laughs> Time to look that up. I don't know if that's just me. Is it because you already own it? Is that why there's no purchase button? Okay. How would you imagine? No, it is straight up not listed on Steam anymore. 
Wait, there's no purchase. There's no purchase it? button. Oh, I, can, I can find it. it. Just it just won't let me there's, buy yeah, it. There's no purchase yeah. button. There's, there's <laughs> it's on the store page, but it's delisted. I don't remember I, when. Uh, I, I don't remember when this happened. What? Hang on. I like how the banner. The banner right funny. above this is Square Enix Golden Week Sale, but mm, this game is unpurchasable. Not this one though. Well, because this one's not golden. The Google that's, result. That's what yeah. The Google result says it's seventy percent off right now. If you Google Balen Wonderworld Steam. If you can solve the magical riddle on how to purchase it, it should be twelve dollars. <laughs> but as of this exact moment, there's no purchase button, and that's weird. That means that means it's invaluable. Wait, is Balen Wonderworld Frog Fractions three? Those <laughs> son of a guns. They got us again. I will say, you know, getting removed from directing the game you're making and then, like, having it stew to the point where you sue your former employer is pretty great. <laughs> like, that's entertaining. That's that's magical. There are two fantastic quotes here. Well, first of all, the first thing was, like, disagreements about that, like, music stuff. Second one was the co-developer Arzest apparently submitting the game for release without fixing anything. So they literally just, like, got another developer to just ship this shit out the door without finishing it. So that's kind of Hell yeah. But two quotes here, just to end this off. Quote, Personally, I'm really sorry that I released the unfinished work Balen Wonderworld to the world. Yeah. How are you going to do that, bud? I wanted to I think about the it. various things and put it out in proper form as an action game. Quote, I think Square Enix and Arzest are companies that don't care about games and game fans. End quote. I they, mean, wait, they're against the gamers? That's me. I'm that's, the gamer. There's, there's one group of people you shouldn't mess with. The most oppressed group G of game, all. Game fans? <laughs> that's uh, the yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> this is like true, though. Square Enix does not give a shit about its audience anymore, clearly. Yeah, that's companies. Companies don't care about anyone. And let's go into the show! <laughs> Come on in! Were we, not, uh, were we not doing the show already? This isn't the show? Uh, we were doing the show before. We were doing the show. I was show showing also. the whole time. No, now we're really doing this show, and I wanted to introduce my wonderful panel that's joining me today on the Funcast, Dean, Tim, and Daniel. Thank you so much for being here. No, I'm just glossing over that. You've set a wonderful precedent. Now I'm disappointed. Uh, well, give me a letter, and I will. I will do my best. Why? Mm. Why Ooh, the Yifferitious Tim? Okay, no, 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 no. I take no, 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 no. Roll it back. I mean. I don't know if that's better or worse. I was thinking yellow-bellied because I'm a guy. So I'm in a Western mood. You're gonna say shit like that to me on this month, Asian Pacific Islander Appreciation Month. Ooh. You're gonna say those words yeah. to me? Ooh. Oh yeah. shit! It's I May mean, already. Oh what? no! What oh, better thing no. to say to somebody than they're yifferific? <laughs> yeah. I don't. I think it's very, a compliment. I don't. I don't feel very Asian Pacific Islander appreciated. <laughs> Uh, saying hello to the the yonder over Daniel. Fuck, dude. You are the most yonder. Uh, I mean, apparently. I am all the way up here in the frozen north where we're in the middle of four days of just rain. 
So I'm going a little nuts. I've got a half liter of smoothie in me, and I'm working on a half liter of beer, and I'm ready to talk about video games. Uh, and then finally, I have the year-long Dean. In what context? Whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> I looked up adjectives that start with Y, and that was the first one. So the year-long Dean. Why didn't you Dean. do that earlier? Well, I those were the two. Yonder and Yiffelicious you... were the only two ones I could think of. Before you led the audience to believe I, I am a furry. I feel more of a semi-annual. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. You got a, you got a semi-annual going on? Uh, all the time. Uh, and, I, and I am a yardstick, Andrew. So thank you for joining us at the I mean, that one cast. just makes sense. You are that which all that is measured against. <laughs> oh, I was thinking he was talking himself up. Hey-oh. Uh, so keeping the train running, we... Big joke. Before the break, we're talking about Square Enix's uh, awesome decision making. And uh, we're actually combining a couple segments here. If you're a fan of the show, you're familiar with our crypto watch sort of segment. Who are you? One. <laughs> Who Two. are you? And I know there's at least five of you. And uh, we know how big of fans you are of NFTs and NFT nonsense. Uh, well, Square Enix is as well. And their plan was, you know what? Let's get rid of some of our useless IPs and invest in the blockchain. Yeah, so Tomb Raider, Deus Ex. Like Tomb Raider, Thief, Deus Ex. You gotta get on the blockchain, baby. Useless ones that nobody likes. Yeah, they don't need those. Sell no, they, them off. No doing nothing. Listen, they make they make all they want off of Final Fantasy, and that's that's what they do. Yeah. And now they're gonna bring blockchain into the Final Fantasy. Isn't Hitman a part of that sale too? Yes, probably. It just seems Part like everything the... that was Eidos, Eidos. Yes, basically, I think it's incredible. They've traded the Avengers for Babylon's Fall. Rough. <laughs> yeah. In selling Eidos and all their and all the IP like Tomb Raider and Deus Ex. Uh, later earlier today, GameIndustry.biz confirming that uh, Square Enix is retaining Just Cause, Outriders, and Life is Strange. Okay, the money so ones. I mean, yep. Out Outriders did pretty well. Oh, yeah. Don't worry, Tim. Babylon's Fall and Outriders are still in good hands. Oh, yeah. Still in the <laughs> safe bosom of Squeenix. Tomb Raider and Deus Ex, <laughs> two series that I think, even as fans of those series, uh, they're not as big as I think people think they are. So $300 Tomb million. Dollars. is uh, historic. It's, yes. it, it was a movie Same. first with uh, Angelina Jolie in the uh, late 90s. It, and it started the whole Tomb Raider series, <laughs> that movie. And yeah, just ignore joke. the six. Oh, you're going to make some nerds angry. Six previous Tomb Raiders before the movies came out? Or something ridiculous like that? I just, that like, doesn't sound right. $300 million is not a lot of... I mean, here I am saying this. $300 million is not a lot of money. It's but it, like, we, probably is... seeing the, sales of, like, $500 billion. Yeah. But like, like considering the the financial performances of Tomb Raiders and Deus Exes and Thiefs and such, uh, you know, I'm kind of not surprised that it was only three hundred million dollars because I don't think those IPs are I know, particularly that's, valuable. You know, that's the sad thing. We're getting into the like really bad uh, sale numbers. I mean, we have all these billion numbers thrown around, and they're like for a measly third of a billion. We're selling off these titles for developers our, for our... and the IPs for them. It's uh... 
It sounds like a drug deal. Like they're like, we had to buy more crack cocaine, and <laughs> the only way we could do it was selling the things we had, leave it, you know, lying around the house. And yeah, so, so can... we picked up the Tomb Raider in the corner, dusted it off, gave it to the guy. These and things got that we've sweet never liked. Blockchain. These things we've never liked anyway. <laughs> Get them you, the you, fuck you out You kind of selling it short. They're not just selling it for blockchain. They're selling it to fund also uh, the cloud. And also AI, which I think they already uh, have invested in to make games like um, what that voice, means. voice of cards. What does it mean? Hell yeah. Tell me, what does investing in the cloud <sighs> mean sure in 2022? Voice of, voice of cards I, is an AI are they gonna like, game. Are they going to like <laughs> back a very... I guess they're just going to dump money in like one of the, the blockchain infrastructures. Cloud. Yeah, the, the cloud is a, is a kaiju. Yeah, in <laughs> coming to get you. It's off the coast of, you know, Tokyo, and uh, they're literally throwing money at it to keep it at bay. It's, you know, you have to read in between the lines on the business, you know. Uh, to go watch it's the Vati video. cultural ritual. Yeah. <laughs> For the harvest. <laughs> um, I was looking up, I was saying, uh, here's a question. How many Tomb Raider movies have there been? Just the one, I think. Three. Three. Three, Three is correct. I had yeah. no idea two, there was a third one. Yeah, two uh, Angelina Jolie's and one with uh, Alicia Vikander, I believe. Yeah, in 2018. Yeah, that's only four years ago. There was based a, on like what? basically the new Tomb Raider, where she's just like getting the shit kicked out of her by nature. I don't know. I never saw it. I'm assuming. Of course, okay with murder. Yeah, uh, the Nathan Drake story. <laughs> yeah. After a little uh, conscience hiccup, she's like, uh, "Yeah, all right, this is fine." Oh, man. So, yeah, so Square Enix, who knows what they're doing? They're jumping the blockchain train. What's weird, too, about this is that it's, like, very late in the blockchain cycle, as we've had a plenty of other studios like, oh, hype, let's go into it, and then backfire immediately. Square it's Enix, really back. being a, maybe it's because it's a Japanese company, so they're slower on the, like, weird Western trend of going into blockchain and having it blow up in their face, uh, is now will experience that in a slower cycle, I guess. Um, Can't wait to buy NFTs of my favorite Babylon's Fall characters. Hell yeah! <laughs> oh, would I though? Maybe just as like a like a funny like as a jape. <laughs> you don't own the character. You own the safe that the character is housed in. <laughs> Perfect. It's like you have an empty glass box, and you're like, "That's where I put my Babylon's Fall figurine." <laughs> this is how they get me into crypto. Yeah. You get one of those digital frames to display your NFT in. Uh, Stop the joke. So moving from Square Enix, we're going into um, another company that seems to be driven by strange decisions is Activision Blizzard. And it seems like they're like, you know what? We have King on the left here making mobile games. We own them for some reason. And on the right, we have Blizzard doing nothing. What if we combined the two of these things together? Behold, a mobile game with Warcraft characters. And not just any mobile game, it's basically Clash Royale, but with Warcraft characters. Yeah, what if both these companies did nothing? Yeah, what if... Hmm, yeah. Hmm. It's is funny. It, is it's it like, still I think, copying? I think late last week... Is it still week, copying? Oh, copying, like, if you're well, ripping I was, off yourself. Yeah. If you're ripping off yourself, is it still copying? Uh, no, I don't think so. Also, what I thought was pretty funny is if you look at all those games like Clash Royale and stuff, they all have armor designs and characters heavily oh, yeah, inspired just, by Blizzard yeah. designs. 
lines. Yeah. And so, like, in their trailer, when a footman showed up, I was like, look at that cheap, cheap footman knockoff. I was like, wait, no, wait, this is the franchise that actually owns that. Oh, <laughs> this, this oh God. They're this eating themselves. <laughs> so, and then they're going to eat me. Rough. Oh, my God. I think it's super weird because, like, last week there was a rumor about Blizzard having multiple mobile games uh, in development and like one of them was supposed to be like somewhat Pokemon Go inspired and then there was like some follow-up reporting like no 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 that one's dead the other one is still coming <laughs> oh, really uh, I no, don't no, know no, no. like that I... one was a bad idea let's yeah. show you the good idea Warcraft go to the trash can this one's I don't know this one the gameplay preview looks kind of all right I liked Clash Royale until you get into that position with it where because it's entirely pvp you hit the tier where it's like i gotta either just fucking play this game way too much to grind out currency to get better or just yeah. start spending money i think yeah. that's why they explicitly uh mm -hmm. advertise that it is also pve yeah well, i thought you were gonna say that's extensive... explicitly why it exists yeah. oh well, also yeah <laughs> so they can suck the money out of you but like i like that they led with like extensive single player campaign with like 70 different maps and whatever and it's like oh that's cool i like i like the basic idea and gameplay of clash royale putting it through the like pve mode puzzle challenge thing of a mobile game sounds actually kind of all right i don't know i like the look of this thing it seems like it'll be pretty okay I mean, it has part, part of, i haven't i've too, never played clash royale but um i think part of it is i don't i don't really give a shit about uh mobile games uh, yeah, the other fair. part is I have, I guess, like a like a slight fear of liking it too much. Like, um, <laughs> like, like the time, like the time um, before I tried Coke is um, I was I was very concerned no. that it would be I would like it too much. And luckily, that wasn't a problem. So uh, maybe I'm scared over nothing. Yeah. So now you're back to just Pepsi. Yeah. You, OK. Yeah, you got yeah. it, Andrew. <laughs> Uh, nice. Dave. I was gonna say, um, I, I don't. I feel like we're in some sort of weird age group, and maybe Tim's in the same age group as I am. Where like I'm not a boomer because boomers like mobile games, and I'm not a zoomer because zoomers like mobile games, and millennials seem to like mobile games, but I, but I hate them. <laughs> I we're, I have no, never adopted that, into right, mobile games. We're in that age bracket that was personal preference. Yeah, we're, no, no, no we're in that right. age bracket no. to have experienced the first couple generations of mobile games when they were. They started off as like Fruit Ninja, fart, yeah, fart Fruit apps, Ninja was the big one. and or like you know some shitty like action RPG where it's just like, hey, you can play this for a little bit, but then if you don't give me fifty dollars, go fuck yourself. Yeah, no, I dropped off before those existed. And then, those, those and then there was like that, that whole touch. generation. There, yeah, yeah, there was like um, <laughs> Epic. <laughs> Epic made like a whole series of super popular ones, for example. Uh, I think uh, I played yeah, Angry there was Birds whole, there was, and Fruit yeah, Ninja. And Angry Birds and like, and like Fruit Ninja, that whole generation of mobile games all kind of suck shit. And Flappy Bird. Yeah. The modern you know, stuff I love is... Flappy Bird from a game industry point of view. and uh, Just one guy being too successful. And for just... three days and freaking the fuck out and then like, vanishing. Oh, no, 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 no. Bye-bye. <laughs> it's just awesome. I to love it. Fair, days oh. are fucked up. I'm out. A regular dude blowing up overnight sound uh, 
Yeah, I think sounds most like of us would do the same thing. Like if we were famous tomorrow, oh, I would yeah, be like, like yeah. this is a lot. If if tomorrow if Thursday when this went up, like the end of day Thursday, I looked at the the stats page, we suddenly had like three hundred thousand listeners, I would cancel the podcast. <laughs> we would be doxxed immediately. I would oh, be for like, sure. nope. I, I think that's the fear, right? Like the guy put it up not with his name or anything. Everyone's like, oh, here's his name. Here's what school he goes to. Here's where he lives. That's interesting. Here's his email. Here's, here's his home address. <laughs> and it's like, uh, uh. <laughs> it, was, it was just some dude in the Philippines, right? I, I is that right? I don't remember the country of origin, but it doesn't but yeah, matter. Some dude outside of the U.S., potentially the Philippines. <laughs> but yeah, it was solo dev, made it in like a couple of weeks, and then it like, Vietnam. and people got rid of it vietnam it's all the same yeah now who's the pacific island month asian month person I think you just make it worse yeah but you need <laughs> to dial it back now keep digging it'll be fine no this is awesome it always I love works this. uh looking up the name since i said it real bad <laughs> uh asian pacific american heritage month oh i thought yeah. you meant the name of the developer <laughs> No, that doesn't matter. Like, oh yeah, yeah no, no. That doesn't matter. No, we're protecting name, their an- Dong Dong Wen. We're protecting their anonymity. Wow, way to go. Give it up. I fucked up. I fucked it you all up. Did. We're gonna um, have to edit that out. Anyway, so this is a game. It looks dumb. People will buy it. It will probably be wildly successful. Um Are it'll you make sure? a ton of money and I don't know. That's my prediction. I feel Am like, I um... sure? One. Blizzard makes very polished products. Two, it's an IP that mm. people are super familiar with. Three, they have a huge foothold in Asian markets where, like, Fair. these games are super okay. successful. Yeah. And four, it will suck money out of your wallet. So they got all the four things they need to be successful. Like I haven't. This game's gonna. I mean, it could do that too. Uh, that would sell. Know. It's got the dra- it's sell. got dragons in it, so you know it can. It's just so funny, again, to me, this idea that, like, all the games that have ripped off Blizzard art for years, and now they're finally, like, entering the space with their own yeah, art, they, it and feels it's, ripped and it's off Blizzard, still. Yeah, it's Blizzard yeah. art in the style of Clash of Clans art <laughs> yeah, that is exactly. in the style it's, of Warcraft art. <laughs> Warcraft 3, specifically. It's disgusting. bizarre. It, like, it looks, it translates. <laughs> yes. It, as it turns out, the art style translates really well. Huh. Oh, all right. Uh, last last piece here. Uh, Prince of Persia. Take it away. Who wants to talk about this? All right. I believe so Daniel is most excited. This isn't a Let real me game. take you back to the hallowed year of 2020. It is September. Ubisoft is announcing with a trailer that looks unfinished and early, but not terrible. Is this a Vice uh, documentary? For yes, Prince so. of Persia, The Sands of Time remake uh, being handled by a Ubisoft studio somewhere. Like Pena, or I think, or like Mumbai, somewhere. Mumbai, uh, everywhere, man. They got one right, followed, right behind you. Followed by an incredibly cyberpunk. Here's an update image on our Twitter. Sorry, we're delaying the game from its uh, announced January dates uh, to March, and then followed by a Twitter update. We're delaying the game from March to indefinitely, uh, and. A couple more since then, and here we are in the year of our Lord 2022. It is the beginning of May. Uh, Ubisoft is letting us know that the Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake has been moved to the hands of Ubisoft Montreal. Always and a good sign. Starting over, I guess. Perfect. Now, is this a remake or a remaster? Remake. Okay, so, so like the initial trailer was definitely is not important. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. affect anybody. No. It's like. <laughs> 
I get, you know, it, it's one of those things where here is an IP that is old enough. We can't just make a direct new sequel anymore. So we have I to would remake say or remaster little, something first, and then we a, can see how that does. It's a little telling that yeah. this this happened um, <laughs> for them to see, be like, see if oh, we thieves. fucked it up so bad. We got to go. Bye. <laughs> yes. Give it like, to somebody see, else. See if thieves see like just oh, Ubisoft, man. They got like three games working like this. Ubisoft Montreal Ubisoft. is, I guess, working on four games right now. Ugh. Anyway, see you later. Very, very I do kind of... I, I want this to be good because Sands of Time is a great game. Yeah, you could want that you, you, to happen. You know what? I actually liked the Prince of Persia that came out after those three. Yeah, that one the was weird cool. one that, oh, yeah, like, that one was no really one cool. talked about it. I enjoyed the series that one. for some yeah. reason. It felt but it was like good. But yeah. I mean, the art style was fantastic. Yeah, yeah it, felt it was from fun that. To play. Uh, it was from that weird era of 360 games where they're like, we can make games that aren't gigantic. And they, and a bunch of companies in the West tried that and none of them sold well using these like sort of vintage that, IPs. And then nobody made games like that anymore. Was that a Troy Baker? Was that a Troy Baker original? I think so. Probably. Yes. Uh, what I liked about that game is like there was no combat, if I remember. They were like, you know what? Prince Persia didn't need combat. And then there, it's just platforming and like combat running around was very sparse there were yeah, like, it was like specifically very specific combat like zones fights, sort of stuff it was like the cleanse this thing of the shadow and now shadow like dudes in, you have to fight in every given segment you'd fight like maybe three times and then there was a boss yeah uh, not troy baker hold on we gotta solve this one you're right uh, it was wait. there was combat the combat must have been so sparse that i don't even remember sorry it. <laughs> uh nolan north the other troy baker yes that makes sense uh, nolan of I, the my north. bad the um only, the only two voice actors <laughs> anyways moving on that's the news prince of persian stay in the time it's never happening don't get your hopes up it's all thoughts it's, guys it's all a, it's all a smoke screen for ubisoft's uh, attempt to get into the blockchain they're just distracting you while they buy blockchain money on the side uh, fucked. everyone fucked up it's all dog shit that's the news let's move into games that feel good and aren't fucked up and aren't bad have you guys they make those heard of the game the wild at heart not until Hit we pressed the randomizer button and that showed up yeah this game uh yeah. came uh, this game got like no play yeah nah none i did not hear of it until we uh until we rolled on it I think it's a very small team. You know what's uh, funny? The uh, the day after we recorded and chose that game, I uh, in the Giant Bomb Discord, there's a bot channel, and you can just type in the command, and it'll just pull a random game from the game wiki, and somebody summoned the Wild at Heart. And I'm like, that's a good sign. Random <laughs> game the day the the next day. Uh, I had also never heard of it. Sorry, I had mute, I had muted myself. Like four fire trucks and an ambulance decide to like slowly cruise by. Oh, well, that's good. It looks Spooky. like probably looks like good. Wild at Heart is this studio's first and only game. Yeah, I mean it came out not that long ago, right? So last I year. Mean, Let's yeah, say, uh... so I, <laughs> based on the success of this game, they'll go on to the next one. It's hard to tell how successful games like this are unless the developers release numbers or anything. Yeah, like, I imagine... they have indie awards on here, but like indie awards don't mean anything. Yeah, I, I imagine that like like it's not self published. They have humble publishing which i think i mentioned last week and like getting the game pass deal probably 
Like, I have to imagine if it's a small team, probably did most of the work for covering at least the bare minimum of development costs. Like, I don't know if it was necessarily profitable, but I imagine they got a pretty good deal. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it must be doing good enough. Uh, I think I, I hope that when games show up on the Xbox Game Pass, which is where we played it and where you can play it, listener, for the next like 10 days before it's gone forever from the Game Pass. Uh, they're pulling that shit yeah. soon. Yeah, May 15th. Yeah, May um, 15th. This, is, this episode's not going to come out till what, May 8th? Thursday, which Fifth. is... So you'll have 10 days. So 10 days. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Um, I thought you guessed. No. I never guess. I am usually just correct. Uh, so this game, who wants to take a stab at describing it uh, with varying levels of success? Well, Ooh. have you guys Daniel's heard of volunteering? I tend to do that. For, I tend to do that for these games. Uh, have you heard of a game series from a little known publisher called Nintendo that goes by Pikmin? Never played it. Never touched it. What's that? It's a uh, Smash character. Yes. But the That's whole game that guy's from, you're solving puzzles and fighting dudes with an army of little dudes. And that's this game, but it's also sad and moody. Yeah. But it's also like sad and cozy. Yeah. I got real cozy, it cozy. vibes. Yeah. It's, it's, wist- it's very wistful. Yeah, it's wist- wistful. It reminds me, if you like that's this mood, uh, that alchemy game I played is like very much this. <laughs> I could see it that. Is oh, a, yeah, that. It one. is a rainy day type of game. Strange horticulture, it, that's the one. If you've played Night in the Woods, listener, or, you know, um, I think Rain in the Flood is a, a slow, or is it Fire in the Flood? Is that the other yeah, one? Yeah, Fire in the Flood. Yeah. 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 In the flood yeah. Both of those have the same kind of, like, vibe to me, where it's, like, sort of adventure upbeat, but there's these vibes of, like, melancholy on the edges. Yeah, no it's very sweet about a lot it. of that, too. Yeah. And, um, you know, the main character, it, it wastes no time to let you know that the main character is running away from home because they're not happy with their sucks, man. You got, you got a bad yeah. dad. You got a dad. Bad and then dad. Real bad dad news. Everything's but then garbage you immediately run into like really charming characters. So it like juxtaposes. <laughs> I love, I love the way they they introduce the characters with like weird old man. Yeah, until you get their name. <laughs> yeah, before you learn their name, it's like weird, weird old man got, or... weird tea kettle man, strange yeah. cat hat all lady, these fucking yeah. weirdos. But like, they all talk funny and they say some funny things. But you don't get this vibe of like annoyance when they're talking. One of the things I like really drew me in is like usually this kind of dialogue makes me roll my eyes. But like, I actually felt like they found a really good balance between like a little bit of humor, a little bit of like mystery. It almost had this vibe of like childhood movie mystery. Like this character is mysterious and I want to know more about them, but they're friendly at the same time. Yeah. The only thing that could really shit the bed is if all the characters turned evil, but it doesn't seem like it's going in that direction. (laughs) It's like, it's like written in a way where don't say it. Don't you say it, Dean. I thought Dean. (laughs) I know what happens. No, it's, it's written in a way where it's definitely like people talking to kids, but in a way that like a good kid show talks to kids in that it's yes. not patronizing at all. It's just like, yes, normal. That's <laughs> a, a perfect description way. of it. It's extremely just like, I don't know. It's it's comfy. It's cozy. 
The other uh, really cool thing about this game for me is that it's not over tutorialized. Like, it's not like this is a goober. Here's how you throw the goobers. Now that you've thrown a goober, pick up the gibble. And it's like, oh, God, please just just let me play the game. Literally, literally from moment one, it's here's a bunch of shiny nuts and bolts after you kick shit. You don't know why what these are for yet. But you've played video games, so you know, oh, I should go pick up the nuts and yeah, bolts because they're shiny. All this shit. Suck, and there's a million the of them. And then, yeah, and then, oh, hey, here's a bunch of nuts and bolts, and you can pick them up with your, like, Ghostbuster vacuum. Uh, yeah, your Luigi's Mansion they're, vacuum. They're positioned, like they're, they're positioned near things that the vacuum can break and give you more bolts. So we're going to teach you that real real yeah. quickly, too. Very. Do you guys like the vacuum? I'm fine. fine. I wasn't happy with the vacuum until I got things I could chuck, and then I liked that more than the vacuum. The I do like um, the, 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 the isometric. Vacuum. The isometric perspective, I think, makes like controlling it a little weird. Yeah, I just have more of an issue with like resource gathering not being just sort of uh, magnetic. Yeah, and having to yeah. be like an active, like like that's, an action yeah. you do. That's fair. You have to I agree with that too. Collect. I, I don't know why that felt like a weird decision, but at the same time, I think it's because it forces you to find other things that are interactable with the vacuum cleaner, like Daniel was saying. And so maybe there's just that's the solution they came across. I kind of wish the little um, tree spirits, your Pikmin, I wish they just picked up currency for you. They can pick up the items, but I wish they picked up the currency, too, and just like grabbed it, you know, like, why yeah, not fucking but... do something? <laughs> Get a job. What am I reloading tree for? spirits? Um, I think at you know Daniel or not Daniel Dean has gotten the furthest in it. Yes. Um, have you gotten to more than one type of tree spirit? Yeah, there are five that I'm aware of currently. Yes. Um, and you um have a whole team of five at all times, or uh yeah, I generally try to balance it between like what zone I'm in because obviously every each zone is themed to whatever sort of element um and so some are more useful than others depending on where you are but there yeah. are they do scatter like useful elements from each one no matter where you are so like there's these purple ones you get and they break the crystals that are scattered around so if you've ever okay. encountered those big ass crystals jutting out of the ground yeah. so you always want to keep like five purple ones minimum just in case you come across a crystal puzzle. Uh, same thing. There's ice ones. Uh, it's it's the the little tree, like the little tree boys. Uh, fire, ice, and uh, the purple ones that are like spiky. And then there's moon ones. Ooh, ooh, moon what boys. Are, what are the what are the moon ones do? Uh, they are very very good and powerful, and um, they help you navigate at night. Which the game oh, very yes. early not to do. Yeah, the night's bad. Night is I, bad. I've I've learned this, and I was like, you know what, game, you're probably right. Night is bad, but day is also bad. Let's just be inside. This, <laughs> you know, that's that's what I say. Where I control the light, <laughs> Bucko. Um, yeah, and another aspect of the game, I guess we could talk about a bit, is 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 the visual design. So one of the things that is interesting is that while there is a day night cycle, like the world is very bright and colorful. Even at night, it's pretty colorful. Uh, it just plays very ominous music and scary gameplay things happen. Um, but otherwise the game has this really cool flat art aesthetic. It kind of reminds me of like, um, don't starve. Um, uh, don't starve. Thank you. <laughs> exactly. A little bit 
probably we like an illuminated manuscript or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of the trees are drawn that way. Like um if you've ever seen Secret of the Kells or any of the other Leica movies, um they what? Also very much inspired <laughs> by uh, an illuminated manuscript. Yes, exactly. That those movies are are inspired by an illuminated manuscript. And and the trees are definitely drawn that way. Um but it's the like world the feels very 3D. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. It, sorry. It looks like the whole game is hand drawn. Yes. Yes. It's just layered over itself. You can definitely it, it, see in a couple of places where there's like, oh, like the pencil mark here is like visible in sort of the <laughs> yeah. line art. It's very charming in that way. The graphic styles displayed in such a way though where it does feel like a pop up book. So like even though everything does feel hand drawn, it still feels very three D. Um, so it it is also, cool. It's, a cool it's also very readable. So yes. it doesn't it doesn't get too messy. Everything is is you can very easily read what's going on on the screen. Uh, pretty much like the entire time I was playing it. Yeah, like mm -hmm. um you you look at something and you know what it does. There's there's no confusion. Once you know what something does, you'll always recognize it. I was actually shocked by that because there's a couple scenes early on where a lot of the foliage and trees have tons of variation to them and like it just feels very cluttered. But it, I somehow, you know, like it, it was still very clear what was game and what was terrain, even though there was so much variation in all the art like there. Yeah. It just made it look cool. Ultimately. Like despite how busy everything is on screen. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, still, yeah, it's all yeah. there's nice, nice, bold like highlights, very deeply inked shadows on all the arts, outlines on stuff. Everything is very separated. It's like almost but not quite sprite layers. Uh, it's very clean, which just I appreciate because the game we played before, I had trouble reading uh, Unsighted, <laughs> which was you very should, uh... busy but messy. This yeah. is like busy but organized. It's uh, it's nice. Um, I like uh, its look. Oh, go ahead. You wanna? Yeah. Do we, you guys want to touch on the music? Sure, I loved it. Uh, it was more than atmospheric. It was like really uh, relaxing and then a good, I, I don't know. It really set the tone in a way that I really enjoyed. Sometimes there's like certain atmospheric tunes in games where I'm just like, yes, this is like a snowy Iceland or yes, this is, you know, a desert. But this, this had me feel like gave me that really warm, comfy forest vibe of like camping, yeah. like a really it's, elicited camping. I wish it like, you know, it's spring right now. It's mostly the same temperature as fall, but it's like the complete opposite vibe. This is like, this is a game to play like October 8th, you know, fall yeah. started. It's starting to cool off. It's a little rainy. You're in your sweater. Just kind of want to get comfy, relax. Yeah. It's it it's easy. very cozy and ambient with, without um, falling into being boring, without falling into the, the uh, I'm going to hold yeah, a tone for 10 seconds. It's not, it doesn't draw attention to itself with the soundtrack. It's like, it's good ambient. Mm -hmm. It's, it's like Very right up there ambience. with like Star Trek engine noise and like, you know, other good, just put Which it on, put on like to. a, yeah, put on like a 10 hour YouTube video and like of the soundtrack and just like not notice it's on. Yeah. These are chill beats that you can study yes. too. <laughs> They're very good. Looking up the composer. Let's talk about the body. I was going to say, the one downside of the game, the one weakness, the combat. combat. That's my take. Yeah. Yep. No, you're not wrong. It's, yeah. um, it's not it's Pikmin. Clunky. It's, um, it's kind of just there. It's a little... I feel like it was an afterthought. It feels exactly like it does in Pikmin. 
Yeah. No. And I mean, Pikmin, I think in Pikmin, it's a little easier. It's a Pikmin, little it's, um, less straightforward. Pikmin is a little more frantic because, like, part of the puzzle of Pikmin is the time limit, which means that, like, your Pikmin are a limited resource. So, like, oh, I have to, like, fucking nail this combat scenario in which, like, okay, I gotta, like, juggle two things and, like, you know, Pikmin 3, they have, like, elemental shit to do. But, like, this one is very much, at least so far in, like, the two hours-ish I played, like, most of the combat is, like, all right, if my my dudes aren't gonna die to daytime enemies, so I just kind of have to make sure that whatever angry mushroom creature is fighting them doesn't, like, break loose and just stunlock me to death. Yes. Because, like, I just, so it's like, oh, there's a dude there, I'm gonna hit him at the diagonal because I'm out of his range that way and just fucking... Oh, you actually, you participated. I just, I just yeah. chucked him and was just like, all right, you, you got this, bye. <laughs> So, I did yeah. run in and kick. The kick is not very powerful, but yeah. I had fun doing it. I like, I like that before, when the game. <laughs> this is why I hired them. When the game's getting started and it's like you and three of the spirits, it's like, man, I relate to this a lot. Just walking around the woods with my bros, just kicking shit. All yeah, day. kicking trash. <laughs> yeah, just kicking trash. Getting rusty screws off of the out of the just forest. Kick, just, just out kicking shit in the Beat woods the with my friends. This is uh, the nineties, man. <laughs> Maybe find some of that, uh, you know. Uh, like a Playboy, you know, yeah. whatever. For some reason, those were out in the woods in in the nineties. Reason. So yeah, I am. The... Oh, I am sorry to say that the combat, from what I've played so far, which I think significantly more than the rest of you. Yeah. Like I had a day to play this. Um, does not change. But no. unfortunately, unfortunately, it also forces you to pay attention. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> uh, pay, att pay attention and it's not interesting. Yeah, right? So there's different enemy types that have different elements and basically that's basically uh makes you choose who you attack first with. Like if there's a if there's like a big old slime with like ice powers, um you throw your ice boys at it first and then when it does its um, when it does its like little ice burst attack with which your your little blue guys are immune, then you just keep hitting B until it dies. <laughs> uh, the kick is very weak though. I imagine that would take a long time to kill yeah, stuff without I, your Pikmin. I thought about like how to get in there with the rest of them, but there comes a point where the enemy types always emit some sort of element that damages you. And so you just can't get near That's them. That's not worth it, man. Don't yeah. get not involved. That, just not let, worth that bad take stink. care of it, bud. Suffocate them with the bones of your dead. Um, mechanics of the Pikmin, they can die. Uh, to get more Pikmin, it is a little annoying. It's very, not, it's, not too, like, awful, but more, like, tedious. It's a chore. <laughs> yeah, it is the, a chore. It's all very the resources, easy. All the resources, it seems, just respawn. Like, yeah, all they're the easily screws, all the it's, stuff. It just you gotta just go then back you have to up. go back to the shiny stump. Yeah. Um, we haven't yeah. touched on the crafting. Now, I didn't do much crafting, uh, if any. Just I just kind of fucked around with it for, like, a minute just to see what would happen. Uh, Dean, do you need to do more crafting? Um, not really. Okay, so it's... Like, okay. it's... So just there. So I played on the easier of the two difficulties just yeah, so same. I can like truck on through and get the most out of it. But Wait, what are you shaking your head for, Andrew? You went on ultra hard mode? 
Of course, I'm Why? the gamer. I, I also, I also there, played. It's on okay. Normal. There are some games that you don't need to do this with. I knew this game was made for babies. I didn't need to do easy mode. <laughs> I do like that but, the description for normal is like crafting and combat will matter more, and like easy is just like eh, don't maybe don't worry yeah. about uh, that. How about how about uh, not? Nah. So there are potions mm -hmm. you can make to power up your uh, not Pikmin. There are items you can make to overcome certain obstacles uh, to, you know, unlock secrets and stuff. Yeah, Greycoat told me to build a bomb, which is, I feel like, something you should not tell a child. <laughs> it does know, sound it like sounds something like a, Greycoat would say, though. Yeah, sounds like a pretty cool old man to me. But, right? I mean, right, I guess. Um, you can craft healing items. There are some quest items that I've had to craft. Uh, it doesn't come up too much, though. Um, the what else? Oh, and mo I I think the most important thing is that you can craft light sources for nighttime, which only comes up much later. So I did make a flare. Yeah. Yes. Um. So I, I feel like the crafting system is pretty weak. Um. I there's like yeah, weird discoverability aspects of it that like seem unnecessary and i feel like they're just trying to like hey how do we give the player more drops and then make those drops like mean anything and they were like crafting system um but i, I like I don't know. that at least it it grays out stuff your current item can't combine with so th you know thanks yes. for saving me the time right i think one of the features that i like is that um once you unlock the shop um things that you sell to the shopkeeper he will then have in his inventory and he'll restock it oh nice so, like, there's never a huge want for materials as long as you have the ridiculous amounts of scrap that you collect on a regular basis. Just yeah. an absurd amount. Yeah, by the thousands. And lastly, this is not a roguelike or procedural anything. It's a it's a set nope. map, but as people said, the resources will respawn. Um, but it seems like, you know, a fairly big map. I mean, it gives you a map to explore and a teleporting system. So it's got to have some size to it, <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it seems like it's a fairly robust game and I'm probably going to Will you finish it? To answer that question, yeah, probably, actually. Yes. I kind of feel like, yeah. Especially since it's mm -hmm. uh, leaving Game Pass soon. I'm like, I, I want to... This is definitely a game that, like, it's like, oh, I want to finish this, but I'm going to keep it installed and then just, like, probably forget it exists. But, like, with the deadline, I'm like, oh, maybe I'll actually finish a game for once. Yeah. There's a time limit on this. You yeah. have to finish it, yeah. By, Plus, by I think even time. if you don't, it's only like twenty-five or thirty dollars. I think it's like indie title price. I, I really don't think this. Um, I'm gonna finish this one. Um, yeah, I liked it. It's just it didn't really hook me. All the systems involved don't really appeal to me that much. Um, probably why I didn't really care to try Pikmin. Um, Right. It just it just doesn't really seem like my kind of game. I liked it. I uh, just uh, I don't really feel compelled to complete it. The story gets so you don't want to. The story escalates pretty. Is severely. this is this? It, hey, Dean, uh, just before we move on, um, is this about grief? God damn it. Mm. <laughs> is this no. about trauma? No, the is this kids about running just, away from your problems. The, the kids just have very tragic backstories and they they don't they say. don't they don't touch on it. They don't really want to talk about it. Um, yeah, oh, but I mean, it's fair. The, yeah. <laughs> is this a metaphor? God damn it. Uh, not that I can tell. No, the surprise, Tim. This game was an intervention. We have this stuff game... we need to talk to you about. 
This, this is game is saying drinking. subtext <laughs> is for cowards is what I'm hearing. You were the father and the child in the game. I mean, uh, I was getting the feeling that maybe this wasn't all uh, like a big uh, message game because there's a lot of lore involved. There's, there's a lore is cool. There's a reasonable oh, amount yeah. of lore, yeah. So I was like, all right, well, maybe this isn't all just like a like a no they story about running away from problems. You you learn how shitty the kids' lives were before they ran away from home, hence the running away. But like, it's not like it doesn't really come up. It's about the adventure. Yeah, the the they're just like, well, we're here now. Let's just let's do, do Goonies shit. I guess let's do our silly little tasks. Yeah, I mean that's how the game presents it to you too. It's like. Why am I here? And like the people there, are like I don't know. Fucking magic. Just cuts. And then it's like, just okay, cuts. magic, I guess. Yeah. Probably for a good reason. You're more Just magic than the other that kids. out. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't know if I'll finish it. I'll, I'll probably won't. I don't. The real question for me is whether I'll play it again ever. Um, you probably won't. I probably won't. But I'd watch someone else play it. Don't if you want to find if out? If I saw what a let's story player, with... I wouldn't turn away. You wanna you don't you wanna find out the story of T Kettle Weirdo? Yeah, that's I mean, why I strange old man. someone else figure it out for me. <laughs> he was he was very excited about trash and so he dove head first into a pile of trash and got a tea kettle stuck on his head. Hell yeah. That's the story. Fucking spoilers. Actually written down. Hell yeah. Yeah. This is like both the story of a man and like a strange animal in like a DreamWorks movie. Uh, I think that does it, and uh, we are free from our obligation to play this game. Pretty good. We got two will finish it. One that says if they liked this kind of game, they'd finish it, and one that says they'll watch it. So you know, it's pretty good reviews. That's I mean, a that's basically game. a four for four in our very loose yeah. metric. I would say that's overwhelmingly positive. Yeah, it kind of uh, is. It's good. That, that gets the better <laughs> than Skyward Sword uh, stamp. <laughs> It's true. I wouldn't watch someone play Skyward. No, no. If you saw someone playing Skyward Sword, you would swipe everything off of your desk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna uh, hit the surprise me button, and then you demand pictures turn. of Spider-Man. Ah, uh, Daniel, thank you. That's that's the next thing. I <laughs> oh yeah, we gotta press the button. Okay, so sentence. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out this first one, not because it's an origin game, but because actually, you know what? Fuck it. Forza Horizon Five. Oh God! It's the Are random play game. Forza Horizon Five. The cars yeah. go so fast. Next title. Perfect. I mean, if you want me, I can hit it again, and we can get Forza Horizon oh, Four. That's not how doing. it works. <laughs> unless, the, unless it was an EA title, which I don't think yeah. it is. No. Okay. Quick question. A quick question. Have we all already played Forza Horizon Five? I've I've nope. played it. Yes. I have not <laughs> played it. I'm, okay. I'm willing to play more of it. I mean. Yeah. So three out of I've four have it installed. Three out of four already have it installed and have I don't played it. Installed is a strong word, but we can go with the backup choice if we would prefer, which is my second click at the surprise me button, which is Grim Fandango Remastered. No, oh we'll play God. Forza. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll install 193 gigs of whatever the fuck Forza Horizon You know, you could, you, could stream, you could actually stream the game straight from the Xbox app. You don't have to install shit. Yeah, but then I'd have to upgrade to premium. Oh, right. You're fucking Canadian bandwidth caps. No, it's actually just that I don't feel like... It's because the, the last time I tried game streaming, there was exactly enough lag to induce video artifacting, which made it kind of unusable. 
Well, I'm excited to try out racing games. Historically, I've never enjoyed racing games unless it was Mario Kart 8. So I can't imagine. Will this be the first game that we all set aside time for to race against each other? We could. Oh, we could. Might as well. It's the only way to make the game interesting. When's the um the last racing game I played with cars was Gran Turismo 2. So <laughs> when wow. was the last uh, racing game you played with Chocobos? Um Ooh. none. I don't think I've ever played Chocobo Racing. If only one existed and didn't suck shit. <laughs> You're asking isn't, for too much. Isn't the latest one like not the worst? It's just riddled with it's microchips. Just hell. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically it. That sounds like the worst when you say it like that. <laughs> Why won't we? All right, Why so the that's Xbox the game. App let me choose a different drive to install Forza on. I swear. Tune to in two weeks from now to enjoy our review of Forza Horizon Five, which will be the best reviewed game we've ever had because three people already own it. Um, <laughs> so, although maybe they'll never finish it, so maybe maybe it's still up in the air. Uh, this uh, is not I, a game you. Finish. I already I already know <laughs> I'm never gonna finish it. <laughs> yeah, this is not a finishable video game. Okay, so I am now going, I am now ready for Androids Guess a Game Based on the Review. I already forgot what I called this segment last week. Uh, I don't no, think, I think you called it anything, actually. Start the play. God damn it. Um, but yeah, this is a segment that we've started where I read game reviews from a couple different websites and, uh, the wonderful panelists that I have need to guess what the game is. I try and find reviews that start vague and get more specific as they go. Uh, and I usually choose a game that has come out within the past year. These two particular games came out in 2021. Okay. So, oh, so that's an eternity. So Stranger in Paradise. Only 2021, or is there any re-release shenanigans? Oh, we didn't start any, yet. Any released on Steam, but originally released on Epic? Are we doing any of that? I tried not to, but I probably did un- inadvertently. The so. new border. I mean, telling me that information might give it away. <laughs> it's like so G-Force from 2008, the hamster movie, but it got re-listed, so it's technically. Oh, my favorite! <laughs> All right, so here's game one. <clears throat> game one. And mastery is basically a necessity, unless you want to play on the easier difficulty. Blank has a reputation for being brutally difficult as a series, and I was able to see why. Even on its normal mode, I often got chewed up and spit out pretty quickly, especially against certain bosses and in the last quarter of the story. Each person gets one guess per quote. The the game's horde. Devil May Cry 5. No. Oh, okay. Felt pretty good about that one, but all right. I will read the quote one more time. And I'm actually, mastery. Oh, go ahead. It was a joke the first time, but I am going to say Strangers in Paradise. Ooh, no. But, yeah, I thought so. Uh, all right. And mastery is basically a necessity unless you want to play on the easier difficulty. Blank has a reputation for being brutally difficult as a series, and I was able to see why. Even on its normal mode, I often got chewed up and spit out pretty quickly, especially against certain bosses and in the last quarter of the story. Give us your guess. I see him typing. I see him. I see him thinking. I see <laughs> really hard. Of his glasses. Is it Neo Two? No, that didn't come out last year. But that's a, that's a good guess. <laughs> All right. No, no one got it right. The Who order was Daniel Dean Tim. 
Um, you can buzz in whatever, probably, the order doesn't matter. Uh, okay, next quote. <clears throat> With extensive and satisfying party customization, excellent combat and challenging enemies, Blank Neffer left me feeling bored or burned out across its epic length. Exploration and platforming sections lends a much needed variety when you're fighting so many similar battles in a row. Pardon? All right, okay. Oh, this definitely isn't Devil May Cry anymore. Yeah. It's a series, though, so you gotta yeah, keep that Yeah, it's a series, parties, it's hard, repetitive battles, platforming? Platforming. Ah. <laughs> uh, fuck, what game? Like, part of this is just what games came out last year that aren't yeah, actually from, like, big part of it. 1984. Um, God. It's like if it was just brutally difficult with like hard bosses, this would actually be easier to come up with games with. But now I have these like extra parameters to be brutally difficult in a yeah, series. These like extra parameters of like party composition and platforming. I'm like, ah, uh, yeah, party cost customization, epic length, exploration and platforming lend much needed variety when you're fighting so many similar battles in a row. Like if like it's not hard and it didn't come out last year, but it's like P Paper Mario. That's like Ooh. not the answer, but it's a guess. <laughs> That's a good guess. I like yeah. that. But no, I Paper Mario is not known for its brutally <laughs> difficult reputation. Tim or Dean, you got anything? You could pass if you if you'd uh, like. If you're cowards. <laughs> it's not. It's not that I want to pass. It's that I'm like trying so hard to fucking think about anything. Is it Puyo Puyo Tetris 2? No. I like that guess as well, though. Alright, well. The last quote will definitely give it away, um, so I this will be so. buzzin', buzzin' worthy. At least I hope it gives it away. If it doesn't, like, I'll be Fire sorry. Emblem. Oh, so close. Fuck! So close. But no, unfortunately. Alright, here's the last quote. Get your buzzers ready. The main story is definitely interesting, at least, and not just another rehash of God versus Satan for control of humanity's destiny. Shin Megami Tensei Five. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. That. Yep. Tim got yep. it. You fuck. Yeah. The pieces <laughs> have clicked. <laughs> I knew that last quote. It was God. <laughs> it's the whole plot, man. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, in Shin Megami Tensei Five's. Uh, uh, story it's not about god versus satan it's uh <laughs> well that's what a, this reviewer uh, thinks more of an more of an extrapolation of uh shin megami tensei 4 apocalypse's story of the other uh pre-judeo-christian pantheon in versus fire god. emblem in fire emblem the three houses if you join the correct <laughs> faction you, you fight god that is that's true. true no so platform in edel uh, edel edel yeah the, edel the something black eagles She's basically Satan, right? So, like, you know, it makes sense. Yeah, you you do a, an entire war on the church. Hard to platform in a nice. turn-based strategy game, though. <laughs> yes. Not with that attitude. All right. That was game one. Hopefully, audience, if you're listening, you were able to guess it before. If you did, please write and let us know somewhere. I assume we have an email yes. or some ability to do All right. Here's the next game. <clears throat> game number two. When a particular gameplay idea has been full explored fully, the action transforms into something new, which is taken for a ride in fun ways before expiring and presenting another idea. It's amazing Kirby. how... <laughs> no. Good guess, though. It's amazing, 
It's amazing how many different concepts are explored, almost coming across like a greatest hits of everything you can do in action games. De De Devil May Cry 5? No. <laughs> this one was real vague, so like if okay. you guys could get it from that, I'd be super I'll, Also, I don't think that, that didn't come out last year either, so I'm gonna wipe Jesse <laughs> it again. <laughs> Waiting on you to finish cheating, Tim. Tim's Googling the phrase I said. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just, I have a terrible memory. Um, is it Tales of Arise? No, no. All right, second quote I think might give it away. So buzzer's ready, whoever gets this one. <clears throat> Constant verbal communication is an absolute must for almost every little sequence, which again gives the game a bit of a unique stance. Many of the challenges will have you saying phrases like, throw the switch now. It takes two. Got it, nailed it. And you know, it says it says a lot about me as a person and as a video game connoisseur that my my first thought was binary domain. <laughs> Absolutely not. Big bow. I have not uh, played. That... I have not played It Takes Two, but I'm aware of it, and it's one of those necessary co-op games. What's funny about the review for It Takes Two is every single sentence says the word cooperative or co-op in it in the yes. review of that game. So I was like, that first one, that first sentence I found was the only one I could find that didn't like mention that it's a co-op game. Is it? Is, is it an action game? It doesn't Classic. sound correct. Action, uh, when a particular gameplay idea has been explored fully, the action transforms into something new, which is taken for a ride in fun ways before expiring and presenting another idea. It's action amazing how many different game. concepts are explored, almost coming across like a greatest hits of everything you can do in action games. The active, the action being the activity. Is, that is the person writing this Not 48 violence. years old and got started on an Atari? Because <laughs> I think that's the definition of action game they're going with here. Uh, yeah, it's, Pit, this one was Pitfall, from Game Informer. the action game. This one's from Game Informer. The one before it was from uh, IGN. They call it. And then I'm, uh, we could do a, a Steam game lightning round if you want me to find something. Uh, really let's do it. Here. Let's do it. Yeah. I love, I love the Steam review. Bonus round. Yeah, we burned through the second one pretty quickly, so we got to get a third one in there. All right, let me let me scroll back in time. <laughs> See more popular new releases sorted by date. I'll try and find something from this year. This year. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. This is not from this Hell year. Yeah. This is from last year. Psychonauts hit me up with too. that. Hit me up with that hentai game garbage that's cluttering the Steam pages. All right, first review. Thirty hours. Awesome so far. Fucking serious. That's it. Great. Avalon's okay. fault. <laughs> Tim wrote no, this. No, nobody would lie. Uh, uh, another helpful metric. There's 34,000 Steam reviews for this game. So. It doesn't, it doesn't uh, say shit. Fuck. Deathloop. Uh, hold on. Here's, a, here's, a, here's one. Uh, <laughs> so <far>. I <sighs> don't normally write reviews, mainly because I am terrible at them. But here's my quick opinion game is phenomenal really surprised me with how good it is the world is fantastic it runs well and geez the characters are amazing the game felt like an emotional roller coaster and it has been a while since i felt emotionally attached to game characters loved every minute of it booze man dragon ball z kakarot obviously disco elysium no no <laughs> did you say action did you say something about action in that i don't know he's just saying it's bullshit. an action game 
This game is proof Sony Studios doesn't play their own games. How do you not greenlight a sequel? Honestly, I'm not even done the game and I already want to play a sequel. Sign God the petition. Nope. No, no, that has a sequel coming. What, did so has... what, what is Sony? Returnal? Nope. That's a PlayStation one, right? That's not on Steam though. Oh yeah. Which is, which is the problem. Is yeah. this, um, mm. oh, um, is this, is this, um, the fucking walking game, the Kojima Death Stranding? No. Shit, okay, well. The only reason, if give this a big no in terms of recommendation, the absurd and intrusive data collection. <laughs> bah, bah. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. trying to find good Still negative reviews, help. it's hard. Oh, here's here might be one. <clears throat> uh, another game I fully enjoyed from PS4 comes to PC, and it's right time to purchase and play in 4K. Well, guess what? Intrusive data collection. So oh, wait, this entire thing is just that. <laughs> oh my god. There's a Give me a review of the game. Yeah, but they, maybe uh, they didn't. Is it Days Gone? Yes, it is Days Gone. Who said that? Oh, was it was me. I said that. I. You know, I should have, you know, I should have clued in after the mention of intrusive data collection. Should have just known that. After I, you know, I spend all that time reading all those EULAs and end user data agreements. I should have known. Well, that was Days Gone, and that was the Android's Can You Guess the Game from the reviews. Apparently, Steam reviews continue to be terrible, as they're mostly one-sentence lines of, I don't usually play this game, but I really liked it. Thumbs this up. This is indeed a video hours. game. And then another I hate it. Just like, 90 hours yeah. played. And then other reviews are like, terrible game, intrusive data, 600 hours played. It's like Yeah, yeah or it'll be like, I game. hate this game, 90 hours played, had 20 hours at time of review. Oh my god. Alright, moving on to our final segment here. Tim, why don't you tell us your review of a Steam game that came out very recently? Rogue Legacy oh. 2. <laughs> oh, I was waiting for it. Oh, okay. A oh, Rogue Legacy 2. Yeah, that one. Do guess it's a roguelite. Um when did the last one come out? Like 2013? A decade ago. A yeah. while ago. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of kicked off this now whole... that it's it's officially yeah. out last uh, we talked about this uh last week right yeah. last episode i talked about the early access version because it had, uh, was about to come out and now it's out for realsies has yeah. like an ending um, and stuff it's uh it reminds me a lot of the first one um you know you you go through these randomly generated uh biomes is that the new fun word we're using for environments now sure yeah. sure i keep biomes, thinking of them uh, as levels but biomes probably makes more sense no, we gotta be hit. We gotta be with it. We're calling them biomes now. Um, and uh, you know, you 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 fight stuff. You get gold coin. You inevitably fucking die. Yeah. And then you upgrade all your shit. And my main problem with that, and the problem that I had with the first one, is that this is the kind of roguelite that pushes meta progression like super hard. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that is quite the building tree you've got. And then you've got the like the the house of whatever that have all the like the extra meta upgrades for like unlock a extra a different weapon for your classes i i understand that it is very difficult to balance these games um in fact i think that's why you shouldn't even bother um <laughs> just make busted shit and put it in there you say ah, that but if you played the, ver the first early access the game was so there's so many things that felt so bad about it. Like, yes, there were things that were broken, but then the things that existed at like next to them just felt terrible. Armor, 
was a bad system. <laughs> um, the chef was like insanely overpowered. They had to <laughs> nerf so, the chef. <laughs> as, as compared to now where the chef is merely very good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God. Um, like, oh my God, the chef is... Can I, can I just talk about how good the fucking chef is for a moment? Yeah, what basic? Have that... you played with the spoons? Yes. I hate the spoon so much. The spoon, <laughs> the spoon is great because it's one of the few weapons that actually has like a vertical arc on it, so you can hit over your head yeah. and it's not melee. It's great. The frying pan whips ass. Just there are so many fights that are hard because there's like multiple enemies that have ranged attacks, and you can just fucking baseball those fireballs back at them. It's beautiful. I love it. You can heal whenever. You just find the relic that like lets enemies drop health and you can just never die. It's great. I've done like, I will like legitimately one of the meta upgrades is like, hey, lock one of the classes. So it's always yep. there. I locked a chef and that is my, I need to go full clear the game of what I've done so far because I need 20,000 gold real quick and just go farming. It's great. Chef it up. I just um I I don't know I I think with um if I'm remembering correctly with Rogue Legacy the original I I hit this wall where I'm just like all right well I have to keep I have to keep running this game where I know pretty well that I'm not going to I'm not going to win I have to I have to keep doing this and eventually maybe I'll upgrade enough stuff and I can clear it um and I, that doesn't really square with me as well as like some other roguelites or roguelikes where you can just chance upon something busted and mm -hmm. you can you can break the game over your knee um so i talked about this in another discord and i i think it's a really fascinating like um distinction between this and hades or this and um dead cells or this and binding of isaac is that there's no progression within a run right all the progression happens between the runs those other games you get powerfuler as you go deeper into the run this game doesn't have that. There is no deeper into the run. The run is the run. There's relics and stuff that like you can pick up to yeah, like sort of augment get up. a little bit. But it's you very can pick minimal. those up anywhere. You can pick those up like sure, it's like, all right, I'm clearing, I'm thinking in my head level five, the sun tower. It is uh I really like it as a level because it takes one of the things I really like about this game, which is the super tight controls and platforming. Yes. I think last week control. I said, Oh, this feels not out of place with like a Celeste or a Super Meat Boy. And yeah. then, hey, here's a Celeste or a Meat Boy level. It's a vertical platformer now where you're, like, spin kicking off of, like, windmills to go up levels and dodge dark clouds and hit boost pads. Fucking slaps. I love it. Um, but you but like, can break the shit out of that with different characters. Right. But you're or, locked into yeah. that, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, you know, if I want to pick up a couple relics, it's like, okay, I can just go get them in the first level because everything here is, like, level eight and basically doesn't damage me anymore and i one shot everything so i can just go find that stuff or since i just unlocked the teleporter to the sun tower like five hours ago before i even knew i could like when it was time to go there just because you can like find the entrance to it as part of progressing through the second set of stages the second biome it's like i can just teleport here and just fucking learn how to play the sun tower and its levels and just you know, if I want to pick up a couple relics, I can get them here. Or I can just, because this place gives so much gold, just kind of slowly grind it out while learning it. Which yeah, I feel I is feel much, more, much more forgiving than the first game in terms of like, oh, I just want to start at the place I'm progressing at. I can just do that and not feel completely right. 
useless. <laughs> See, I always feel kind of compelled to uh, do a full clear up to the point that uh, I'm currently I, stuck at. I would recommend stop doing that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, Unless you want to go it's, insane. It's useful, and like, especially if, um, if like, okay, I need, I want to get this like extra thing or like oh i want to buy a another set or upgrade to like plus one of like armor or whatever or get another rune that's obviously useful just like grinding gold but like just fucking permanently unlock those teleporters and yeah. just well the way, the I, way okay, that I, like, I i'm doing level it, four just whoop go to the go to that level because all the stuff you that, need in a run is always in those levels you can always just get those relics in them well the way that i end up approaching is uh, is that because all the progression is is for the most part based on gold and because it's all all between runs i i find it necessary to get the most like to get the most out of these incremental upgrades i gotta clear the whole fucking thing i gotta get as much gold as possible um and even though i know this is probably not gonna work out in the end i i, I gotta i gotta maximize my, my 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 resource collection so i end up full clearing everything up to the point i think i'm at the sun tower now everything mm -hmm. up to where i'm stuck um fucking die uh boost whatever i'm i'm focusing on whether it's like armor or uh you know strength and then i do it again and i'm not i'm not uh i'm starting to sound like one of those guys that puts like 40 hours into a game and then writes a bad review <laughs> it's and then plays it for it's, another it's 40 a hours good game it's just this loop it it doesn't it, it does annoy break, me a little bit when this is the, the full whole, Break the full clear loop and just start playing it like it's Castlevania. You are just playing yeah. level five. If you want to do full clears, do level four, the library, because it gives more gold than stages one, two, and three will give you. The the reason it's weighted, we it's weighted that way, and I think figuring out where that progression weight is, it's very much just do progression at the thing you're at. Don't necessarily I recommend the, full um, clear it. Because I think I in the first the game, in the first game, you like had to full clear it. Yes, you did. Because you had to beat all the bosses in one run. Yeah, this one you like super do not, which is yeah. Once you beat a boss, weird. it's done. They're dead. I actually <laughs> forgot. So like, I found the third boss at one point and like tried them once and was like, okay, I got here at low health. I'll come back for them. And then I was like, oh, I unlocked the double jump, so now I can go into like stage four. And I like spent <laughs> the entire time fin completely finished stage four like the next day. And then when that boss portrait showed up in the first screen around the door and like there was a gap i was like wait what the fuck i completely forgot i didn't kill that boss you know the boss just went and did that weirdly not that hard no yeah. they can be a little annoying to learn because it's like surprise here's like phase two <laughs> also if you hang out in the um erebus like tower and you like are trying to build up your high score with each class you could definitely see the variability in difficulty based on what you're playing. Like yes. you play a knight and fighting the two Lemux is like not that bad. You play as an archer. It's suddenly way harder because Ranger yeah. is so locked into animations constantly. You have to completely rethink how you do that fight. Same with Dragon Lancer. Same with like the Bard. If you've unlocked the Bard, like playing as Bard is very weird and um there's just a couple classes that like as you're playing them like they make you rethink the whole the is this boss easy or the not alternate <laughs> weapon the alternate weapon for the bard is like a different class which i love it's yeah like I, I imagine it would <laughs> i i haven't i haven't played with the guitar yet um i've only played with the alternate weapon. i played every other alternate weapon except the guitar actually it's the only one i haven't played is yet. that the guitar where you have to power it up by spin kicking 
Yes. Probably. I saw that while I was on a run with, um, uh, I yeah. had a trade yeah, where- Yeah, those, you... those, those just pop, start popping up, the alternate weapons. Like, very early on, I found the, yeah. the Boxers alternate one, which is like the throwable- Yeah, the ex- fists, love them. The grenade launcher fist. <laughs> and that, that fucked me up real bad. I saw the guitar yourself. in a run where I had the yeah. trait that destroys everything when I run into it. So I was like, oh, well, that seems counter- productive to so like normally bard is like they they like spit out a, an orb that does damage over time and you can spin kick off it and bard's thing is when they're spin kicking and just staying in the air they get damage boost stacks and if you spin kick off your notes it emits like a damage thing the guitar is just like what if you forgot about placing the orbs and just charged up one nuke like shred move instead it's very fun it's much less management than normal part. So, Andrew, how, how do you? Uh, how are you finding the game? I beat it ish. I'm at the <laughs> final boss. Um, I didn't beat the final boss because I was trying to get ahead of a streamer I was watching as they were playing it, and like I burned through zone four, five, and six in like a session, and then. <laughs> A lot of my memory of like Rogue Legacy one and how much time I sank into that started like awakening within me the more I played that game. Um, But yeah, it's really the classes that like sort of dictate how much fun I'm having during a run. I try and challenge myself through the different gameplays. And that's the loop I love where I like tap into different ways to play the game. Like I don't care about the like resource collection or leveling up the tower or whatever. What I really like is just the like mastery. Like, so I care way more about like XP and like what levels your classes are. So like, oh, my knight's level six, time to level up this thing that's level zero because I've never played it. Now I'm playing Astrologian or whatever it's called, Astromancer. And this class sucks shit. And yeah, <laughs> I hate that it's class. fucking shitty black hole. Oh <laughs> and I, I want it to be good but it's not it's like um, i eventually figured out i eventually figured out it's like okay i can figure out how to make dragon lancer feel not terrible astromancer is like i just fuck this class uh the way i found how to make classes not terrible and the most fun i've had playing the game with runs is um you can unlock another erebus upgrade that is always the contrarian which makes mm-hmm. it so that your leftmost um uh, leftmost air always has randomized equipment with its class so it could be an astrologian but surprise it has the barbarian axe and or it it's, the, barbarian the, it's the samurai axe, but, but surprise yeah. it has the assassin daggers like and that's really fun because their passives really change like how those weapons function a mm-hmm. lot more than you think they would <laughs> yeah um it's, so it's, it's cool it, that's to do fun. that and get like the chef healing thing on like a barbarian that has on like a barbarian axe on the mage so like okay normal so it's like all right i get a big chunk of mana when i hit things with the axe it then also applies the like um the (laughs) fire the the burn yeah yeah. the mage and the mage has like a billion mp so suddenly i'm a magical dude that also does a gazillion damage in melee but it's fragile but i can heal myself because i got the randomly selected like healing pot from the it's i like i like real legacy too yeah i really like it too i i that one's definitely one i want to beat it's one i want to dig into the new game pluses i've heard that the runs after there's like an extensive end game as well after you beat the boss so i kind of want to like dig deep into that i've been i think outside of that uh contrarian mode i really enjoy the erebus challenges like another one it's like hey let me beat you know these double bosses you know um with, with this random class I never play as. 
and that's been a lot of fun um as we're running out of time dean's been silent for like 10 minutes dean tell us about greedfall and why it's the best game of the year yeah i didn't i haven't i don't own rogue legacy too also uh greedfall <laughs> is um mid yeah uh, greedfall is a game that has a compelling story but the gameplay is average to bad at best oh oh so oh, the no. opposite of babylon's fall oh everybody's making fun of tim for playing babylon's fall yeah um i put some hours in it as a goof um <laughs> as a tim if as, you will yeah uh and not funny now, huh? <laughs> I may I may beat it just to see where the story goes, but the heard that one before. It's, hey, let me um hmm? go ahead. Let me let me tell you, this sounds an awful lot like every other game Spiders has ever made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Par for the course, baby. Mars um, warlogs and whatever. So you you create a character out of one of three classes. It's basically warrior, rogue, mage, but they use different names for it because they got to be unique. Um, and there's a bunch of different ways. So how do I put this? Basically, when you pick when you pick your starting class, you're only picking like a couple of things. And otherwise, you're not locked into any sort of progression. So like a Morrowind sort of. Uh, yeah, um, but much less in-depth period um i'm gonna put some uh screenshots in the chat that's the wrong channel let's not let's not be weird about some, this uh -oh. sorry for no, whatever it's... random channel just got introduced to green oh no no i was i before i hit send i i double checked oh. so nobody's nobody's like what the fuck is this bullshit engage in a core role-playing experience and forge the destiny of a new world yeah, you sure can. Seeping with magic and filled with riches, so lost secrets, and fantastic creatures. All of these, like, Spiders games, they, they strike me as, like, fake video games. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. They're... Tighten the graphics on level three of Greedfall. Like, they, they're do, they weird, just don't seem real. They're a weird relic of that era of the mid-budget 360 game. They're this, they're that game, just forever. Those oh, right. honestly kind of great. But... Mm -hmm. I see this you pulled is... up the Deus Ex talent tree. <laughs> yeah, this is basically it. Yeah. Every every level you get one or two points, uh, and there's three, and there the points are separate for each thing. So you get uh, attribute points, you get talent points, and you get skill points, which oh, are different so from points. talent points. Um, I said the word tree, and I immediately regret it. Now that I'm looking at these pictures, these aren't trees; these are they're lines. They're, shrubs, they're not even yeah. connected in any way. They're, they're straight lines. Each one's a different thing, and it's just incremental upgrades. Well, so, what about like a pine tree? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your skill system is made up of twelve pine trees standing parallel to each other that have nothing to do with one another. Like a coconut tree. So yeah, you so can just put all your stats in science and all your stats in agility, and then that's your that's science it. agility, man. Yeah. Wait, are those but... seriously the only two? <laughs> Basically. Are you fucking for real? The, so at character creation, you get one attribute point and one talent point. That's your that's your character start. Wow. And you just gotta figure it out. So you can be one of six things in yes. either body or <laughs> talent. Cool. Body yeah. or mind? Yeah. yeah. So... My there, talent is science. I am one strong. <laughs> yeah, so um basically you run around the world and a lot of a lot of like 
either items or shortcuts or like dialogue options are locked behind one of these talents. Oh, and so God. you need anywhere between one and three points in it. And that's that's for you to figure out. Like, do y'all remember? Was it Risen? This game's a fucking puzzle box, dude. It's I don't... so and it's so slow. I think you're summoning a Hellraiser. Most. Uh, most this is like um, a Risen. And what is that? Uh, the, there's a game that I'm thinking of that was like a came out similarly to Oblivion. It has wait, a speed I run. Risen. I like yeah. Risen. It has a speed run. The, the game I'm thinking of has like it's like has a whole series now, but it has it has like a speed run that's like two minutes long because you can make the boss die to the NPC peasants at the start of the game. Anyway, it's I one of those. It's like a weird mid 360 third person sort of open worldy sort of RPG thing. It's like Vampire, yeah. but not yeah. as good. <laughs> For or a more they recent like, example, we're like, oh, look what the Elder Scrolls games do, but we don't need yeah. that much like uh procedural random stuff to happen let's have very concrete scenarios that you can build into and we'll just have yeah. those that's it so combat is um very very easy you have um so i use a sword mostly just a one-handed sword there's there's sword uh two-handed weapon which isn't necessarily sword um and a magic ring where you could shoot little magic missiles where's the gun there are guns. Yeah, yeah. It is a it is a, it is a colonial pirate game. So. I use I use the sword. I mostly, honestly, just use the gun and let my teammates do all the real work. Uh, I cheese most fights because uh, science the science skill lets you craft traps that you could put on the battlefield, um, and so I just put points into that. And now I do um, once you go down that tree, you uh, straight line. Once you go down that straight line, uh, you do an instant dodge, and then as you dodge, you put down a trap. So I just wait for them to hit me, and then it's like, haha, suck shit. Oh, your character sounds like a real asshole. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, the plot of the game is that like you're a, a diplomat from the old world in these new colonies, and you're supposed to make friends with everybody, even though they all suck shit. Because there's like three wars happening simultaneously between the various oh, factions. That's too many. Yeah. Do it's you like, get to pick what side of the war you're on? Um, I mean, I think you can. I haven't gotten that far yet. Do I you think... get another skill point to put yourself in the war into oh the war? So war points. You get war points? War Most, points. So there is um there is like a party system where you have NPCs that help you, but you can only get two of them. Um so honestly, the thing to do, and they're all from different factions, so like some might get along and some might not. Um, this sounds like the, the same blueprint of like over-ambitious yes. like Eastern European RPG. Yep. This uh, one Eastern yeah. European like RPG. That's not Eastern, genre. Not Eastern European, French. This game oh, wanted to be Dragon thing. Age. This game wanted to be Dragon Age real bad. Oh, Dragon Age. Uh, yeah. 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 It's uh, and character progression is so slow because every time you level up, you get either one point or two points for one for a tree. So great. Like, and it'll tell you, it, no, it, it'll tell you like, oh, you're not going to get your next skill point to level 17 and you're like level 13. And it's like, well, OK, <laughs> I remember actually the Dragon Age town system was also terrible. Now that I'm looking at this, it and you said that, it's reminding me of that too. <laughs> better than this. 
Yeah. If I had to pick one, I would pick the Dragon Age one, because this is, again, a series of straight lines where you only get one point per level. Yeah. Two worlds. That was the game I was thinking of. Two uh, yeah. worlds. You were thinking of, but I wasn't sure. See, I wasn't I sure. I actually like yeah. Two Worlds because I like of two how worlds bad it too. was. It's yeah, it's janky and weird and like kind of impressive. The, but the also, voice uh, acting in that game was immaculate. Yes. <laughs> I've never. And then seen there's again, there's a GDQ speed run of like the unpatched version of the game where you can beat it uh, because you can get like the NPCs to aggro and fight and kill the end boss. And it just teleports you to the credits. Nice. Perfect. <laughs> Two minutes into the game. <laughs> well, that is our show. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope to see you all next week where we will talk more about exciting, fun games stuff. And if you've liked what you've heard Please like and subscribe to our podcast where we will hear many more enjoyable dare you shapes say these words. and tales. I'll uh, play another bad game as a as a joke. Will you play Babylon's Fall and Tim will you, play Green? Tim's got the market cornered on that one. What are you fucking mm-hmm. doing, man? You're you're stepping on my fucking shit. Hey, <laughs> listen. This whole this whole show is bad. Thanks for the podcast. <laughs> uh, bye everybody. Bye. Later. I'm just going to keep putting my MLB The Show adventures into the show notes and never talk about it. I'm very I just, excited I didn't, to continue I didn't want this in-joke. I, I just, I didn't want to, yeah, no, please do. Please <laughs> tell us about baseball. Pulled a second Mike Trout last week, and I'd been debating go, go whether or something. not to sell I'm gonna, yeah, Trout. Well, I also am going to do that. I need to eat before work. Live series card will probably continue to be one of the...